is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. The Nimble with Numbers team presents Chalked Blocked with Bo Big Time McBrayer. I got to know what a $5 shake tastes like. That's hot. That's hot. I want winning, folks. You don't know diddly. And his partner, Scott Stag Simpson. Do you know who I am? Trying to put Tiger Bomb on this jungle's nuts. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. I got to catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Let's make a move. Let's make a move. Let's make a move. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Chalk Blocked, the world's sexiest DFS show for now. I'm Bo McBigTime. Yeah, last week was a little crazy. I mean, I thought I was going to be on with Scott. I thought I might be on with Jordan. I thought I was going to have a guest, Eagle Dan, on the show, and none of that happened. And so I rambled on for over an hour by myself and... Then I was thinking, you know what? They're probably going to try to pull a prank on me this week and do the same thing again. So I was preparing. I was preparing this monologue for if they did it. But look, I got I got Scotty Stacks back. I mean, I'm not sure if he's all the way back, but he's uh, he's on screen. He's drinking beer again, and. It's his, it's either his wife's birthday or it was yesterday. So shout out to Rose because she is by far the better Simpson. They let Jordan out of detention. I'm so happy. These- My bedtime got extended. It's really, really nice. You know, it's been like two to three weeks, I think. I'm happy I'm not working. And now we have the best looking guests we've ever had. So this is Ooh, that was that is a fight here. So yeah, you do see him on screen. He's incredibly handsome. Um, maybe he could be the most handsome we've had. I mean, Matt Harmon is a handsome devil. And so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They might have to fight to the death for that title. <laughs> but we're, we have we have a guy here who's the face of triple play fantasy. Well, one of the faces. I mean, his brother's there, too. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of a contentious issue. I mean, he's the first Chiefs fan I've ever met. Like, I don't think they're really real outside of the state of Missouri. Um, but he, apparently he roots for the Chiefs, the typical front-running bandwagon guy, I'm sure. Um, he's probably got a tattoo of Patrick Mahomes somewhere in a dark place. But um, <laughs> so uh, darker. <laughs> um, but he's also he's my co-host on the Fantasy Foodies and. It's such a such a pleasure to have David. I don't. I'm not sure if I've I've been calling you Mendy for a long time now, but he goes by D Mendy, David, Dave, Mendelson, whatever. But I'm calling him Mendy until he tells me not to. <laughs> David, how are you doing? Listen, flattery will get you everywhere. Uh, <laughs> honored to be on the show with you guys tonight. Uh, but obviously, we do the, the fancy foodies together, like you said. Uh, but to be able to talk with Scott and. Uh, Jordan, I know we've talked Jordan on. They're not important. I don't know what you're doing doing with that picture. (laughs) They're they're part-time fixtures. At this point, they left me hanging, so they're part-time fixtures on the show. I'm calling it now. No, but I'm pumped to be with you guys tonight. This is fun. I'm. uh, It's always good to talk with you guys. Well, I'm super excited because uh, you know my guy Mendy is in a a local league uh, here this year that we started last year. Uh, and so he's in the Crab Cake Invitational for a little Maryland action. I got my guy Mendy 
in my league. And so I'm really excited about that. And he's getting married like the week after the league start, like the draft. Yeah. So I mean, dude, congratulations first of all, and then second of all, pour, you- pour one out to Mindy. Game hey, over. Yeah, I knew it. I love it. <laughs> brother. I, I'm excited for you. And then also, thank you to your amazing fiance, wife to be, who's gracious enough to let you become part of this draft a week before. I know wedding season is a real thing. So great one, like I say. So cheers. Uh, this sure seems like a trap. I've been married almost 10 years and that sure <laughs> feels like a trap. She's going to, she's probably going to mention that in like seven years down the road. We're like, remember when we were about to get married and you decided to do a fantasy football draft the week before. Remember she's taking that? the mental she, notes. That's for sure. Oh, she knows what she they can will never, ever, ever forget. <laughs> and they will never let you forget. You'll try to. It won't work. So I went out and spent $3,000 on this can of High Noon because Mendelssohn recommended it to me. <laughs> I had to sell I had to sell off one of my kidneys and sell uh, like four of the tires on my on my on my truck. So uh, just to get a taste of this delicious vodka soda High Noon pineapple that was Mendelssohn's favorite. I mean it's yeah. perfection. It's perfection in a can. Yeah, I mean, if I want a case, I'm going to have to sell my house. <laughs> it's like i was expecting a little bit of extra favoring from from the company just by buying it like what am i really getting with this well they teased everybody because they like liked all the tweets everybody's saying you got to sponsor the fantasy sports community it's like don't don't tease us like that just ignore it if you're not going to follow if you're not going to like sponsor us don't don't like it (laughs) yeah but really it's delicious i mean i'm I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to afford to get more of it, but it is good. I'm, gl- I'm glad I treated myself. So, Mandy, where do you find this at? Because, I mean, I might have to go check it out. If I'm breaking my fast this weekend, then all bets are off. Because when I break a fast, I break a fast. That's just how – you don't break a fast weekly. You know what I mean? Like, if you break it, you break it strong. So, it's not even a fast. <laughs> no, I, listen, I haven't had beers all year. So when my wife says, hey, you want to go out and have beers on my birthday – I just say, yes, let's do it. Let's do it right away, straight away. So, you know, I'm breaking the fast for today. And then in the weekend, it kind of bleeds into tomorrow. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a binge fast breaker. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mandy, where do I get this at? And, and what's it called again? I want to know. But they're high noons and they only usually have them at like liquor stores. If you like just go to the beer store, they usually don't have them just because like of the vodka the fact that they're like vodka infused. So I, I made that mistake when I first was trying to find them. And then I was like, nope. All right. You guys are in the state that just doesn't like its citizenry. I mean, in California, I found this literally next to the truly in the white claws in my grocery store. Oh, really? California, <laughs> yeah. California. I'm sure Florida is the same. They don't give a crap about your, about your, uh, oh, oh, we don't trust our citizens to buy liquor in the same place. They buy their bananas. That would just be mayhem. We, no, we, alligators we got the, the bougie Harris teeter, the teats downstairs, and they don't have that in their their beer store that's connected to it, which was Aesthetic. so crushing to me. Aesthetic. It's ridiculous. And so what it is, it's like a uh, – the, the, the way the, the brewing uh, industry kind of broke in is that it used to be prohibition, so you couldn't actually – have it so they needed to break it up so they made it into uh one was the brewer one was the distributor one was the wholesaler so you had a three-tiered system of kind of how beer and alcohol get distributed the way that maryland works is they're like let's get it on this fascism we're gonna be number (laughs) fascism 
We're number four in here. You got to sell it to us, and we're going to break it up. And you can't have liquor stores together with beer stores and wine stores. And it's really annoying because you got to go to two different stores to get your beer, your wine, and your liquor. Uh, and it's just, it's yeah, ridiculous. So, and that's Maryland, the price you pay to have a far superior educational system to California and Florida. But <laughs> we know, we know all the words. We can be ebulliently ever vesting our anger as we go into these stores and we just go, I want satisfaction, you know? And so that's, <laughs> yeah. we have the gift that and we can. Us in California, Florida, just get melanoma and complain about it. So, right. well, you guys just get legal weed and then like bath salts and then you get called a day. You know, not so, just legal, but spectacular. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't. I can't wait to come visit you. Honestly, both you guys, uh, uh, bath salts, you know, are going to be on Jordan when I come visit. So, yeah, I'm, I better get a brick of something if I ever go to Florida for the first time. <laughs> that's that's what it, that's what always happens in the movies is you just come across a, of the Bam Bam. It'll it'll be like a gift basket. We'll just like put different assortments of like Florida. I also like sunflowers. Stuff. I also like sunflowers <laughs> and a peanut brittle. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. One time I touched down in Arkansas, and my boy was <laughs> from the airport, and he had. You did what in Arkansas? They haven't had a touchdown in Arkansas unless it was by the Crimson Tide in like a decade. <laughs> no, uh, that's hilarious. I love that. My friend Josh had a gift basket of Jaeger. There was beers. There was koozies in there. We, it, it, you were ready to come correct. So, you know, I, I do like the idea of having like a welcome package, you know, when, when, when you get to some of these places. So uh, very cool. So let, let's get into to, to all the shtick. Bo, you've got the show sheets, like a secret hidden show sheet. Uh, where are we going? We're, we're, we got Mendy. We've got one of the best in the game, one of the brightest, one of the best looking. Like, honestly, you're talking <laughs> about bringing the sex uh, appeal here to the hottest <laughs> DFS show. No. You know? I actually wanted to talk more about his uh, his beauty pageant career um, <laughs> because I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued if you have to pay for if you have to pay extra for darker tints of spray tan or because um, I know I, I have a couple friends that have done fitness modeling or figure figure competitions, whatever they call them. Um, and you don't have like a you don't have like a congeniality portion where you're answering questions about world peace. I don't think you guys have that. But I know you guys do a lot of like weird dieting for a short period of time because it's really bad for your body. I'm sure that's why Mendy has disgustingly let himself go lately. I mean, look at him. He's at least a buck sixty now. <laughs> so Mendy, I just want you to weigh in on your on your on your checkered past of spray tanning. It, well, it's very awkward, first of all, because you strip down naked in front of some random women that you don't know, and you're just like full frontal. That sounds so strange to me for that some like reason. A great time. <laughs> sounds like just another day. It's accepted? Mandy, I'm with you. Like, there's like five people in the world who've seen me naked, and I don't want it to be some random person in a spray tan salon. So. Or at least like show appreciation. It's like they don't even act like I exist. Like when I I, I go up there, they're spray. They're just like uh, it's like another guy. So I'm like I, if I'm showing you everything. Like All right, move it some... over, move it over. Be like whoa, yeah. Or give me whoa, like a like a... first Deshaun Watson reference in here already. <laughs> Damn, that was fast. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just like like give me like a. A, a bug-eyed look or give me like uh like give me something like make me feel good but uh no it's, it's i think you're gonna win this one mandy i think you're gonna win this one you're, <laughs> you're already good. a winner what's uh, the contest good today? Today. <laughs> but it's like it's weird because you get so dark like the first day you go the day before and it's like a normal like just you look like you just went to a got a, a regular spray tan but then the next day you go and they give you like six more coats on top of that 
and then you're like like I look like I'm like I'm black. Like that's how dark I get. Like, like Ross from Friends that episode where he got like sick. Yeah, I picture Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic yeah. Thunder. <laughs> like, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> I'm a guy doing another boy with another guy drives another guy. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies ever, by the way. <laughs> well, that was so, a good I mean, pull. That was a good obviously, pull. Obviously, this day and age, you have to be really sensitive about that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, continue, Mindy. It's it's pretty just like you're just like you're dark and and beautiful at that point, I guess. And then like there's millions of people in the back room. You're like waiting an entire day. Everybody's like doing push-ups. They bring their like exercise bands to like pump themselves up. You have to have like certain foods at a certain time that's gonna like make your veins and everything pop out before you go on stage, like the like a Snickers bar or something like that. Uh, it, it's weird. It's the whole thing is weird. Yeah, like groin veins, like the the like the weeks leading up to it, like all these like weird spots you never thought that stuff would so, come. What in. are these groin vein foods, by the way? <laughs> Dude, the, the moment like when you're like when you're taking a shit and you like look down and then you see that like they're there you're like what the hell is this and it's just like it, it's a weird i don't like the groin veins but everything else is kind of cool <laughs> listen if i had veins on my shit i'd be worried too. <laughs> that's when like my fiance is like god just eat a burger or something like that you know, yeah. like he needs a sandwich. Like, don't <laughs> let grandmas of those competitions because they'd be like, "You haven't eaten yet, have you?" I have some Tupperware. I have, have fork tubs of old country crock that there could be stew and there could be sewing supplies in. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're killing me, Bo. Yeah, her her uh, grandma yeah. is very much like that. Like when I'd go, like she's like, like yo, you're you need to eat more. Like take this, take this, take this. And like when I was doing it, and I can't eat that stuff. She's like, why can't he eat? And then I was like, well, I'm doing this, and she like didn't get it because I need my groin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need this growing vein to match this other growing vein. Right now it's just awkward. I got one thick. <laughs> Ask your granddaughter. She knows. <laughs> but as oh soon as God. I'm done, as soon as I'm done. Sorry, I've had a beer. Or as soon as I'm done with this groin vein, I'm going to eat everything in your kitchen. <laughs> Jordan, oh I think you have some questions for David. I hope they're uh, more on topic for what we usually oh, talk about in, mean, the, in the thieves chat. We'll go to. We'll, I mean, groin veins might be more on topic, but we're gonna play a little word association game. All right, David. I'm all gonna right. name some players or whatever, and you just tell me what they all have in common. Um, I like this game. DK Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, and Terry McLaurin. What do they all have in common? Is there actually a connection between them? That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, don't worry. This, you know, this is where you won't like me. <laughs> Um, I like this one. They are going to catch a lot of balls this season. So oh, yes, they were they all receivers that were drafted after McCole Hardman. Oh, as a Chiefs oh, fan. So oh, now God, going hurts. forward, do you think, is there ever a chance like McCole Hardman can ever break out? Like for like a 20-point week? Because he's never had one of those yet. But Not even do you one. have any? do you have anybody? Like, Do you think McCole Hardman could be any fantasy relevant at this point or no? 
I'm still trying to recover from that burn. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that was Tropic Thunderstar when they're like, yeah. I almost didn't. I almost didn't clear this question because Nicole is a friend of the show, great dude. But this was it had to go into the show. I, I couldn't. I couldn't withhold that kind of burn from the show, even if Nicole is a friend of the show. Yeah, it's, it's it was a, a true burn too. So. The way he just delivered it too, just like just hit me oh, in a different he, way. He's been um, itching for he's been itching to let that one out all day long. <laughs> he DM'd us that one a while ago, and you can see the glee. I think he liked his own response. You know, like <laughs> who liked your DM? It's like the other person. He like retweeted it, quote tweeted it, kept it private. He was just like, I'm, "This is for me till tonight." Yeah, yeah. He would definitely re-screen tweet it. But yeah, he's probably so. got some Yankee candles lit around him right now for that. <laughs> I'm not here to ask any of those burn questions. Just so you know, when I ask a question, uh, you can ask another burn question, Jordan, or is it mm. turn? Do you, do you want me to continue with word association? Because I, I, got, I got two more that could be, you know, it, these, these, this one, it hurts me to say because this is one of my guys, but let's play word association with Greg Ward, Kyle Yushek, and Rex Burkhead. What, what do these three players have in common? <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> Greg Ward, Greg Yush, uh Kyle Yushek, and what was the other one? Rex Burkhead. Oh, woof. <laughs> they all got, like, drafted after, uh, I, I don't even know. What is it? There's no draft comparison. These are players that all had more touchdowns than Clyde Edwards Lair in 2020. <laughs> you, are, you are mean. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll say this. How do you feel about Clyde? Because I actually do have him yeah, at my RB, like, 13 or 14 right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually high on Clyde Edwards Lair. It's just something that I was like, Kyle Yushek really had 40% of the Niners touchdowns last year. Yeah, back he had eight, I think, right? Well, yeah. so should I go back to the Mecole one first and then answer that? Yeah, I, I'm, you can answer both. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Mecole one first, uh, I'm not a Mecole guy. Like, obviously, in any kind of best ball league, like, of course, he's going to have those weeks that will win you a week or whatever. But as far as, like, long-term, like, he's – you first start with the fact that Mahomes and him don't have a connection. And you've seen that just in the past with the fact that in the Super Bowl, not running the correct route, Mahomes pretty much did everything besides call him out by name and how frustrated he was with him. Uh, they also had a play against the Bills where he turned the wrong direction on a route where he was going up the seam. He looked the wrong way. The ball was coming the other way. It would have had a touchdown. So they haven't had that connection basically their whole career. Mm -hmm. Uh I think he doesn't have enough of a route tree for him to be anything besides the one trick pony personally. Obviously, he's very fast. They're going to get the ball in his hands, but uh, he's not the Chiefs receiver that I think makes the bigger step as far as the fourth guy in the passing game behind CEH, Tyreek, and Kelsey. I think that's Byron Pringle. I think he's going to be the one that's fourth <laughs> on the team and catches. And I know Bo thinks it's funny, but there's a couple factors that go into that. So you have one that the Chiefs signed him to a restricted free agent tender when they didn't have to, and that's for over $2 million. So the fact that they signed him to that means that they're actually, I think, wanting to get him involved. Number two, they started implementing him as the kickoff return guy because they wanted the ball in his hands. And he actually got a kickoff return touchdown last year. Uh, number three, he's, if you look throughout the offseason, he, like, him and Mahomes have, like, I look, it's, you think it's, it's kind of funny, but, like, you'll see who Mahomes comments on, like, and who he's, like, close with and who he wants to, to uh to make relevant 
And, you know, again, Nicole Hardman, you don't really see that as much, the, them two talking. But he comments on Pringle's stuff a lot. And uh, I think Pringle is, like, he already has shown for us Chiefs fans, he was, like, old reliable, like third and, and 15. Mahomes is looking for him. And, you know, 28 catches, I think, over his short career so far. But he's ready to make that leap. So that's, that's where I'm going as far as the Chiefs pass catcher, I think, that could overtake Nicole as far as fourth on the team in targets. That's what a crazy, crazy high bar to cross. <laughs> I actually do like Byron Pringle from uh, Brad Kelly, who broke him down years when he was drafted. Or to, not under, he was undrafted, right? A UDFA? I think so, yeah. Brad Kelly actually had him as like a fifth or a fourth round grade. So my brother actually drafted him in the fifth round of our rookie draft. Just was like, I want this guy because his name's funny. And it just it just fit the bill real, real nice. But um, I actually think Byron Pringle is going to be the fourth too. I, or maybe Cornell Powell, but I see Pringle being there since he's, you know, actually been on the team for a few years. That Cornell Powell won't take that leap right now. I will say, as a Chiefs fan, the Cornell, it's very similar. And this is, I don't know if you guys, you guys know Marcus Kemp or yes. Devon Wiley. Or there's like, there's a lot of these Chiefs receivers that have gotten like, or if you want to go back to, um, uh, what's his name? Um, from the, uh, the the Niners traded him to us. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh my That's God. on the tip of my tongue too. I totally blanked on. Um, I'll remember, but there's been a lot of these like guys that get hyped up in the off season, but it never happens. Like it's the ones that go under the radar. They're the ones that end up being the, the ones that make production. So that's why. Not, I mean, I would love for their. You know, if he ends up being like a thing, like that's great. I worry for us, but I don't see it. Um, not this year, at least. Yeah, I think you might be right about 2021. Um, I, I I think there is that trust with Pringle, but I think they tendered him solely because Hardman has been a disappointment overall. He's an explosive playmaker with the ball in his hands, but he has so many holes in his game that it's really hard to rely on him, as you already highlighted. And then Demarcus Robinson is another one of those just guys that seems to flash at times, but then disappears for multiple games at a time. And so with the void left there, of course you're going to tender a guy that your, your star $500 million quarterback is friends with. I mean, whether or not he's a great receiver, I don't think I don't think he is. I think as a as a pure wide receiver, he's a lot less value than he is uh, as a special teamer. He's their best special teams player, and I believe that that coupled with the depth chart in front of him and behind Tyree Kill is the real reason they tendered him because he's a very valuable member of the team, not necessarily for as a wide receiver for in target share for that offense. Uh, Cornell Powell was drafted. Uh, pretty in the middle rounds, which tells me he's more than a UDFA. He's more than a late, a third, uh, a third, a late third day pick. And I've seen him play a lot of college ball because he went to Clemson and everybody saw his games and the dude is good. He's sharp. He's not the most explosive guy, but he's a very good technician. And that's why they picked him. They picked him because they needed a guy who was polished at running routes that they don't have after Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they don't have a wide receiver that can run crisp routes and be open more often than not. I mean, that's that's not Pringle. That's not Robinson. It's definitely not Hardman. Uh, so they, they drafted Cornell Powell or somebody like Cornell Powell because they trusted him to be better at what they needed in that in that wide receiver four role. So even though I don't know that Cornell Powell is going to be that guy this year, he's definitely that guy in the future. 
Yeah, and the, the guy I was trying to think of was John Baldwin. That was who. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was terrible. terrible. They were trying yeah, to make that thing. Yeah, those are just depth pieces, though. You're not. You're. You're not thinking. Oh, not, we didn't spend a. We didn't spend a third or fourth round pick on any of those guys that you mentioned. They just kind of said, "Oh, we 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 had a couple spots on the roster, and they made they were better than practice squad, but they didn't get a lot of run in the games. And all those guys just kind of fizzled out after not really doing anything." Jordan, you have one more teed up here, don't you? There, there was one more. Yeah, there's a grin on your face. It makes me think we're <laughs> not, not completely done this yet. So what, what's the next lob, uh, I mean, uh, shot or, I mean, uh, uh, brace myself here. Yeah. By the way, Mandy, I did not approve any of these questions. <laughs> I don't try to control anyone. Here's, here's what I do. If you ever watch Hannibal on NBC, he just asks people questions and they tell him things. And he goes, this is interesting. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this happen. So I'm just going to watch this happen. Uh, I love you, brother. Nobody asked you, Scott. Nobody asked no, you. I don't appreciate so, what I think at all. Not at all. So, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, and Matt Ryan. What, what do these players all have in common? I feel like know this. I have no idea. These are all Super Bowl quarterbacks. Tom Brady is what I feel like it is. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady has beaten all these quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, I may ask you, how, how are you recovering? I know your Chiefs fandom started in 2018 or 2019. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> And it was a rough one season. Maybe you'll be a Bucks fan this year, but uh, how are you recovering? And how does this offseason kind of feel for you since you guys had a lot of big splashes that nobody saw coming? Yeah, I mean, obviously going back-to-back Super Bowls is really good. Uh, for the first time in my life last year, I actually watched the regular season and didn't care. Like, I usually am like every single game, I'm like, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like they got to win. They got to win. And I'm like, all right, I'm expecting to go at least 13 and three. Like I'm not sweating out. The first time I actually started sweating was that Cleveland Browns game in the playoffs when Mahomes got hurt. I was like, oh shit. And like, I had to wake up my fiance. Cause I was like, I'm pissed. I was like, get up. I was like, I, I was like, I can't stress to like by myself. And like, uh, I, I feel good about it. I, I honestly, I think they're going to be, I think they'll be great. I think they'll be in contention for the one or two seed in the AFC. Chase um, Daniel's gonna kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about he's like the real life like Alex Moran? That man has oh, just yeah. been getting contract after contract oh after God, contract dude, that, as a backup. He's got the he's the he's got the golden job of the century. If oh, like, yeah. you couldn't be like one of the top guys, or if like if you had to be like some just some guy in the NFL, he's a Hundred percent, the guy I would have wanted. To be. Yeah, no him I mean, he him had his big moment. Like the the playoffs, that one Browns game is the only thing he'll ever have to do. That's like cool, and he's just gonna keep getting contracts. <laughs> he's like yeah, known he's as like this. one of the best backups too. Like he's like, you're yeah. gonna sign me to five million dollars to not play a game every year. Yeah, I'm gonna hold a clipboard and I'm gonna clap for Patty when he throws a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, he's like this this generation's Matt Flynn, where it's like, oh darn it, I lost my job to a third round rookie named Russell Wilson. Job God darn, I still got a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Do you think they like get upset that they're not playing or they're like, you know what? I'm going to be able to walk and like be completely normal when I retire and just have still millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, on the inside, they got that fire. Like I want to play, but if they're real with themselves, like most of these guys are, they're like, yeah, I mean, the guy's better than me. So of course he's going to (laughs) start. 
well, if he's that much better than you, then yeah, he's going to start. And then you're going to go home into your jacuzzi and you're just going to drink an extra. What's it called, David? Again, I got to remember the name of that. Oh, the like, high noons. The high noons. Yeah, yeah you have a couple extra, extra high noons and you just go, that mother for mother. Chase Daniels got the cases in his garage. <laughs> oh, man. That guy just owns equity in money, you know? So uh, I, I, I think he's just really enjoying. What's so funny is that I remember like when he was like a hot backup commodity. It was like, ooh, the backup. You got to get him on your team. You got to get – he's a backup. He's done nothing ever. And when people have them, they're like, oh, we got him. Yeah, we got him. We got the backup. He's, uh, he's very inspirational with his with his speeches. So Great. if, he, if he, he needs to get the starter in the right mindset, you know, <laughs> uh, he might even administer a Toradol shot or two, you know. The quarterback can't talk. He's going he's gonna to just talk through Chase. Chase, come talk for the quarterback. How much do you think he's made in his? I just looked it up. How much do you think he's made in his career? Forty-seven okay. million. I would say uh, sixty-nine million. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, he's made hasn't made quite. That would be awesome if he did. He didn't make quite that much. He made thirty-eight million dollars, which is still oh. insane. What in like six, seven low. years? <laughs> six, seven-year career, right? Like he's. I mean, yeah. he was. He was the first Missouri quarterback I've ever seen like go to the NFL and now you have Drew Locke in the league. I mean, <laughs> he, probably should, he probably should be a, uh, he probably should be one of those high priced backups. Uh, although I don't, I might think I might come to think that Chase, Chase Daniel might be better than Drew Locke. You know, I mean, am I wrong? He can't hurt you more, but I mean that no. pass, the pass he had before the fourth down was one of the worst passes I've ever seen in my life. The interception yeah. he threw to the safety, I was like, where was that even going? But there is one backup story that I've actually heard as being useful while holding the clipboard, which was uh, Brian Hoyer in the Super Bowl against the uh, Rams because he had played with um, McVay in Cleveland. So he knew what formations he would want to do what with. So Hoyer and Flores were working together on the sideline, and that's why I felt like nobody was open for the Rams because – the Patriots knew what routes were coming at him. You knew Bill was like, all right, Poyer, you're completely useless to me until you tell me what their plays are going to run. Okay, we're going to we're gonna go and see what they're going to Let's look at the tape. And, oh, yeah, okay, that's that's enough. Get out of here. Get out of my sight. Earn his worth around there. I'm going to sign you three more times just for when we play the Rams. <laughs> Not when we actually needed a quarterback like last year. My cam can't. Got COVID and then was bad. I'm shocked that that decision shocked me because Bill Belichick hates, hates, hates that Auburn kid. Like, he hates him. Like, he trusted. I can't even think of his name. Mac Jones? No, the Auburn kid. The, their back, Jared their Stidham? Stidham. Oh, Stidham. He hates, hates Jared Stidham because he, he, he was like, I picked you. I picked you. You're a late-round pick, but I picked you to be – I picked you to be the backup to Tom Brady. And then you got your chance that one time and threw the worst pick six in the history of the league in that, that Dolphins game, which they're blowing everybody out. Brady comes out after three quarters because they're up by 31 points. And it was like Patriots minus 17. I'm like, this is great. This is great. Um, I got this win locked up. It was part of a four-leg parlay. They bring in Jared Stidham to clean up the game, just finish it up, run the clock out, and he, they called one pass play. 
one pass play. It was like, like the Dolphins score a touchdown, cut to 24. And then the first pass play they called just to set the tone for the rest of the fourth quarter when they pulled away, Jared Stidham throws an out route that looked like a wounded duck. And like nobody was, it was a three-step drop. He throws it out wide outside the numbers. And the Dolphins corner basically had a, a fruity drink on his side. The receiver was already running downfield. He wasn't in the play. The corner was just like waiting for it, caught the ball, took a breath, and then ran for the end zone like 70 yards for a touchdown. And Bill Belichick was just stunned. He was like, he was like, I call one pass play, and that's what you give me? And Stidham hasn't really seen the field since then. He pulled and put Tom Brady back in the game after that play. And I lost my parlay. Thanks, Jared Stidham. I hate you too. I'm glad you're not bitter at that, Bo, and you're being able to kind of move on. I'm bitter at the Mets too, remember? <laughs> oh, God. I, I do have a list of things you're bitter about, but right now it's hard to remember all of them. You know, because uh, I'm happy that Mendy's here, you know. And so, Jordan, any other heart-wrenching questions for Mendy? So no I have a, more word association. Don't worry. I have a question for you, Mendy. When when, when the Chiefs won it all and they came back against a very vaunted uh, 49ers defense, how did that feel? Uh, Do you have time for Wasp? Because that uh, isn't that the line? Do we have time for Wasp? So I asked. I actually have my reaction. If you want to see it, I'm pulling. Oh it on. yeah, we totally got to see this. I should have. Of it. course, of course, Pretty Boy was filming himself watching the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> He's probably no, um, Someone was guys, standing him. I don't yeah. know if um if you guys know that my brother Eric obviously on the show too. He's a 49ers fan. And oh so we were, no! We were watching it together. Oh, this is good. That's, and so a bunch of our expensive. friends were like filming us because they knew we were gonna like go crazy the entire time especially with how good that game was oh my god it was freaking fantastic (laughs) (laughs) you need help sir you need help no that sounds abundantly excited i love it that's I've, exactly how you're supposed to be. I've only I had was, one Super Bowl or experience that, like, I actually was, you know, around for because of five years old. John Casey, that nonsense. That's okay. The <laughs> the Cam Newton not diving on the fumble. There was no none of that. I don't think I screamed the whole game. I just watched Von like, Miller. Von Miller. Dominated. Cam, you didn't see Von Miller coming at you. <laughs> you didn't see Von Miller or Demarcus. Neither, neither. No, no nobody, yeah. nobody coming out. I mean, I was counting the plays. I was like, I could count on my fingers how many times we block someone. <laughs> like, yeah, zero. Yeah, zero. Oh. So I remember that 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl because I was at the Westgate in Vegas for it. Um, we had VI, we had a VIP table, and basically we're in a big auditorium with a bunch of other VIP tables. And the the they had like the sound system set up, and they had it on a 300 inch projector screen with like everything was cranked up to 11 but our our table of eight of our buddies that went to vegas for the super bowl party uh we had paid for unlimited food and drinks and that was any drink ever like we were there from uh and kickoff was at 3 30 we were there at 1 p.m and we didn't leave until 8 30 because that's when the game let out and we had unlimited drinks the entire time. My brother-in-law was blacked out. He doesn't remember any of it. He was crying uh, for the national anthem. That's the last time I saw his 
the sparkle in his eyes. Um, I mean, at first we at first we thought it was because he's an army vet. He was just beginning emotional because the national anthem was really good. But no, he was so drunk already by by kickoff that this national anthem was just like flowing over him. And then by halftime, he was gone. He was just gone, gone. But yeah, I had to carry that six foot two. 220 pound army vet out of the West gate. And I had unlimited drinks too, but I care. Fireman carried him 300 yards to the Uber pickup and he remembers none of it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that was, that was a hell of a time. It's like, I can't even describe the feeling like every 10 yard gain. I was like, like doing the first down thing, like to the TV. <laughs> like I, I was, I've never been so animated for a football game in my life. And like at, at halftime, I thought we were going to lose. Like I was like, there was no chance. And then in the third quarter, when Mahomes threw that pick, I was like, oh, thank God. And like, like credit to my fiance, who's like so like much more positive than I am. Like the Texans game, I was like literally about to like go outside and take a walk. And she's like, just stick around. Just like, they'll come back. She's like, just, just sit there. And so... And when they came back in that Texas game, what am I supposed to do? I literally like when they when they scored, I did not move. I like kept my leg like I I'm very superstitious, so like I kept sitting in that exact seat. I had like my legs crossed a certain way. I was like, <laughs> he needs help, people. My hand was He's on my for help. Floor, right when they scored the touchdown, my hand was on my junk. I gotta put it back on my junk. <laughs> Maybe if you put your hand in on my junk too, they'll score even faster. <laughs> Honey, two hands are better than one. Come on. I gotta throw that in there more. Yeah. Oh. So, so uh, I remember that game too. Before before Scott jumps in here, I got one more point because I remember that game too because that was one of the best live bets I ever did. Because they they got they got a big way too early, and I was like, it's like I can live bet this. Like I never live bet. I I never I'm never conscious enough on Sundays because I'm focused on all the games. But I'm watching this game, and I'm like. I could live bet this. I think the Chiefs have a time to come back. And so I did. It was like plus 900. And I was like, this is great. And of course, I got a big payday. And I, I still haven't live bet any game since. <laughs> How did you live bet, by the way? Like, did you do it online? Like, there was a, a place you just jump on and do it? Or do you have to go to a book or you add a book? No, no I, was, I was at home sitting on my couch with my hand on my junk. Dude, when, when I'm when I mean, the- for Chiefs touchdowns. That's how you do it, right? Right on the tongue, <laughs> Al Bundy style. I'm talking yeah. outside of the pants, though, just for me. But no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying that's how I do it because I grew up with sisters. You couldn't put your hand in your pants around girls, so you put it on the outside of your pants. And then when Al, I saw Al Bundy putting it down the front, I was like, "Look, I'm not that bad as Al Bundy, Mom." You know what I mean? <laughs> my, so, I mean, I I grew up with a sister and my mom too, basically by ourselves. But like, so I wasn't allowed to do that. But on Sundays, I'm. They leave me alone. I mean, I, I think it's a negative thing, but they leave me alone on Sundays because I'm not fun to be around. I got DraftKings on my phone. I got the I got all my leagues set up on the iPad. I got the Red Zone channel on the TV, and I'm screaming and drinking, and yeah, I'm making messes. So you know, no, they're, they're not around for the junkage on Sundays. I can't. I can't have superstitions. If I did, I would lose my mind because DFS <laughs> is like like the Panthers. Oh, have been, I knew we weren't going to a Super Bowl in the last. Four years, it feels like three years. Those expectations, because like I know what the season I'm walking into. Thanks, Gavin. So the games aren't like, oh, we need to win. It's like oh, I just want to see my like players develop. Like DJ Moore, go do something good, please. I'm praying. And so for DFS, like if I had those superstitions, oh, 
Cool. There's <laughs> one thing I won't ever do. My grandmother, great grandmother, got me a worry stone. I was like, oh, like she wanted me to like, call my nerves. I'm holding that thing for the uh, Eagles uh, Raiders game. I'm winning 40K at halftime. Last play of the game, Derek Barnett returns a fumble for a touchdown. I go from 40K to 1,400. <laughs> I grab that worry stone and I probably threw it as far as Mahomes can. <laughs> Never again was I like, yeah, no, I'm going to do a certain Your thing. Grandma falls down. <laughs> Jordan, you look hungry. Would you like some stew? And whatever happened to that worry stone I gave you? <laughs> that worry stone's doing you good. And I'm like, yep, Grandma, it's doing me great. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want fourteen hundred dollars. That worry stone, you mother. I bet you still probably took it a lot more calm than most people would. Like if I went from forty to fourteen hundred, I think I'd like my whole neighborhood would know I exist at that time. <laughs> well, they do know from the Super Bowl video you just. <laughs> Well, that, that, that wasn't at my house. That was at somebody else's okay, house. So yeah, my neighbors still like me. Got called if oh, it was yeah. in your neighborhood. Like, what is wrong with this person? He's is he okay? <laughs> oh yeah, God, that was, I think I lost my voice for like three days after that. Well worth it. Well oh, yeah. worth it. My team hasn't won Super Bowl since I was ten. So I mean, Jesus, I wasn't alive yet. That was a thought. I saw a tweet the other day, and someone tweeted out, "This is why." I have to take out a second mortgage on my house, and it was a oh. it was a picture, and it was from the Vi- I think it was the Viking Twitter or CBS, and basically it was Ola BC Johnson is well ahead of Justin Jefferson on the depth chart, and it was oh, the like that. CBS or something like that. So David, you said yeah. earlier about not reading into headlines. Is there any like fun headlines that you remember that? catch your eye that have costed you some money or fantasy because you bought into it at some point. <laughs> I'm sure you had to learn your curve there. Like I I learned it with Justin not Justin Jefferson. Who's the player I learned it for? Oh, Alvin Kamara last year. Where his epidermal shot holdout trade talks happened the day of my draft as I'm picking oh. two and I wanted Kamara. <laughs> so Rough. I pick Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta suck oh yeah no to complete i've had some very bad draft day moments and that's just it's awful the, the whole reports on my day of my draft have always gotten me this year i'm just turning off my phone i'm just gonna draft with my yeah. eyes closed i'll give a shit <laughs> so, i don't know if as, you, as you guys good. know as you guys know i'm a heavy running back early guy like i'm robust running back most of the time but last year in one of my home leagues, it was on Yahoo, and I had the seventh pick, and same thing happened. I was like, oh, Kamara, man, what's going on, you know? And Kamara fell to me because, of course, everybody's freaking the hell out. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's, I mean, it's a PPR league, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting pretty, even if I don't take Kamara. So who do you think this idiot chose? I chose Michael Thomas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael Thomas, first wide receiver I've drafted in the first round since Nam. Over Kamara, who went promptly at number eight right after me. And guess who I ended up, I scratched and clawed. I, I, I ended up with Cam Akers and Antonio Gibson and JT down the, down the stretch. So I made the playoffs. I made the championship. And guess what I had in store for me on Christmas Day? The 108 guy was in the championship with me, and he got six touchdowns from Mr. AK-41, and I lost. <laughs> oh. So I did think about it. 
And I think the one that I remember hitting me the most was I really bought into the hype, uh, not last year, but the year before when Juju was, they were like, Juju is going to be, I said, like the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. You know, he's, you know, Antonio Brown's not there. All those targets, he's going to be the most targeted wide receiver. So I don't usually like taking receivers. So I, I had don't to, like Juju ever yeah, since he was I, I at USC. The, I had the last pick in, I had the 12th pick in our, one of our home leagues. And I went uh, double tab with Odell and Juju with those picks. Oh, and I have this, to this day, I've been playing fantasy football, tons of leagues, bunch of different leagues for probably about like the last maybe 12 to 15 years. And to this day, it's the only time I've ever finished in last place that, that year. Like everybody that could have been bad that I've had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. And of course he was horrible that year for fantasy. David Montgomery was one of my running backs. That was his rookie year. Thought he was going to be good that year, and he was a bust. Uh, it was it was a bad year all around. But I think that juju hype of every. I remember a few people t- again talking about him being the wide receiver one, and I bought into that pretty hard. Yeah, I remember that because I went Nick Chubb, and then my my co-host over at the Fancy Mooners, uh, Mike Collins. He he went juju, and uh, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't do too well. But anyway, that was he didn't, he didn't juju too well. No. <laughs> But in his defense, I was coming off of a three-peat. He won three championships in a row. So, you know, he was bound to kind of slip and fall. But the juju, oh, man, like Curious George kind of fruit there. Like, what are you doing, man? That's crazy. <laughs> so, I feel bad for many. By the way, shout out Thieves. If, you, if you're not, uh, you know, down with the Thieves, that's okay. Uh, we are in the shadows. Yeah. And like I got to say, Mendy's one of my favorites. So, uh, you know, Jordan's one of my favorites always. It's implicit you guys are here. But <laughs> – as a guest, we, we don't always get to have a thief in the guest. And sometimes <laughs> thieves don't come on that we invite on. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it happens sometimes. So, but Jordan, I'm excited you're here. But Mendy, uh, tell people kind of what you're doing right now. What some of the content that you've been putting out lately, which has been fire, by the way. Talking about Stefania Bell a couple of days ago with Bo. Uh, what have you been up to? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate I was a big fan of your guys' show, too. I love checking it out. And uh, you guys do great work. And uh, again, I always have that Maryland connection. When I, I was blown away when I found out that you were like you lived in Maryland too. I think I forgot how I found out, but like you like tweeted out a picture that you were like at the Brookfield Beer Farm or something. I was there today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like a, you were there today. Yeah, with my wife. Yeah. Oh, I actually got invited to go today, and I was like fifty. I, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We're gonna go. But we're gonna that's hilarious. It. You could have like you could have like live streamed like holding hands at the Brookfield. Beer <laughs> yeah, I would have. I would have like if I had known he was there, I would have hundred percent gone. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean triple play is pretty much all we've been. You know, all triple play content like baseball, basketball, football. Uh, we try to do all three. Now I don't do as much basketball. Uh, there's definitely guys on our team that handle that a little bit more than I do. Just because football and baseball like take so much of my time, but uh, it's we're always trying to like emphasize to make ourselves a little different by like doing the athlete interviews and having those people come on, uh, and then of course doing the shows like at least once a week. We haven't missed a week of shows I think in like a year and a half. So like we've really, even if it's just like me, I think there was one time I had Jordan and uh, and uh, Derek uh, Brown and. Uh, Jacob Dunn on because the rest of my team, like all of them couldn't do it that week. It's been a blast, man. It's, it's just, it's fun. Just like, like you guys know, I was just recording the opportunities that start opening up for you, the more you're doing it and, and uh, the success that you have. So it's, it's been absolutely like, it was what got me through quarantine and we've been carrying it over since. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's awesome. Some, uh, oh, good. I was going to say, it's awesome some of the guests you guys have had, like seeing Austin Eckler, who I've now fallen in love with for Redraft, and, you know, DraftKings and Jeez, different things, like really. being on your show. Like, that's that's something that that's cool. Jeff Garcia, which is like a dude I haven't thought about in 15 <laughs> years, since I was born, pretty much. Like, that was the last <laughs> time I thought about Jeff Garcia. Like, some of the athletes you guys are bringing back to – the spotlight is is cool. Like, I don't I don't see many brands doing that. It's something that I find very very interesting and just like Jeff Garcia is a Northern California hero, so I can't avoid Jeff Garcia. <laughs> like he's like he's everything up here in Northern California. If you say Jeff Garcia, they'd be like, "Damn right, Jeff Garcia, <laughs> best to ever come out of this, these parts." Oh no, we just South Florida is a little different. We we have like I don't know. 100 all the players. NFL players. <laughs> we have we have a lot of players there. Like Robbie Who is Anderson, that fast guy from Coral Gables, and you're like, which one? <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Anderson literally just hosted like a charity event, like in Plantation, and I had no idea he played for the Plantation Wildcats, which was a team that I played when I was in Pop Warner, like all the time. Like Robbie Anderson's like six years older than me, so like my Pee Wee days, he was definitely on the field. Just you know, 12, 13 years old, obliterating you, <laughs> probably. And now he plays for your team. He's my guy. Sir well, her. I mean, I look at the- look at this this uh, Bill Belichick esque uh, profile, <laughs> Abby. There, Bill Belichick. The- if he was in South Cal, if, if he had nice hats too, he was on the no, West if, Coast. If, if Bill Belichick <laughs> was uh, a closet Chiefs fan with tattoos. <laughs> Instead of being a football coach, a fitness model. Oh my god! That is exactly what he would look like—like like spitting <laughs> image. He would still talk like he was just disinterested. Well, I gotta say, you should definitely follow Dmendy02 on Twitter. Uh, check out all the content. Follow Triple Play Fantasy as well. Uh, this guy's breaking it down as an expert ranker for fantasy pros. He's with Bo. He's got his. SFWA membership. That's really cool. I'm going to try to. You Your guys. dyslexia is hilarious. I'm sorry. SFWA. I'm not looking at that WA and then I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. Whatever. Uh, anyway, I'm just. I, I'm not dyslexic. I don't have my glasses on, though. That's the problem. I'm drinking. So, but, but I'm excited uh, just because this guy is one of the, the nicest people that we've had on by far uh, to put up with Bo. And then you know, Jordan, uh, you know, both of those guys giving him our time. Maryland guy, mad support. I can't wait to hang out with you in person and drink beers and do a fancy draft. Uh, it's going to be really fun. So, so uh, is it true? I, I'd ask David a question because I just thought of it and I'm really yeah. curious. Go for it. Is it true that all Baltimore residents know every single word to the musical Hairspray? Uh, that'd be false because I don't know the words. So that would I'd break that rule. They're gonna kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell anybody because I guess it's a thing. Uh, I love that picture. <laughs> this is, this is when Scott meets. This is how Scott's gonna feel when he meets David. This is it. This is, this is exactly. Oh what my God. He's feeling here, and that's the only cheat day he's had in fifteen years. To this day, the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. That. Phew, what is it, Mandy? What that is? Looks so good. What'd you say? 
What is that? I can't see. Jordan's head is now oh, there. Sorry. Oh, it's oh, so it's this place called oh, Old Cow and Towson. Like, Ice cream cake. Oh my god! It's they literally make creations like that where they'll like on the bottom of that cone is cookie dough. It's cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> And then a slice of cake on top of it. That would come when I eat that. That would just be very diabetes. Yeah, <laughs> diabetes is right. Literally, like in the car when we were on the way home, like I was eating the cookie dough at the end, and I was like, I do not feel good. I like, like I'm hot. <laughs> it was like, but it was so worth it. Like, they, if you go to their like Instagram page or their website, like they have so many crazy like creations like that. It's like unreal. Awesome. Mm, it looks that, so that does look delicious. So I'm having palpitations. <laughs> well, speaking of having palpitations, I had palpitations uh, when Justin Freeman and Pat Mayo reached out to me and asked me to kind of partner on Run the Sims, which is a really cool site that's been rolled out for DFS, for fantasy, for, for gambling as well. So uh, there'll be more content coming, more information coming. But go check out Run the Sims. And uh, if you look at who is part of their media partners, uh, it's your boy. Your boy is part of us. Both part of this too, because both part of our media partnership over at Nimble with Numbers. And so, uh, you know, you got your 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 headshot That's hearsay. here. That's hearsay without my name on there. That's hearsay, That's hearsay. right? Yeah, both <laughs> both still wants his cut though. So, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to be able to join. I mean, Justin Freeman is one of the best DFS players in the world. So, I mean, if you think about my life, I, I get to to hang out with Jordan Vanek. One of the best DFS players in the world. I can hang out with Bowman Big Time, one of the best DFS players in the world. I can hang out with Justin Freeman, one of the best. It, it, it's just I'm surrounded by amazing, amazing people. So uh, after this year, Scott, what's going to be your excuse? Well, I mean, I mean, for what to not win the Million Maker? Nothing. So and to not be one of the best DFS players in the world. I mean, yeah. I, you're closer I, than you think. You don't give yourself enough credit. I gotta, I gotta get better. And so being around everybody else is going to help me get better. So I'm excited to. To, to work on this. And then listen, uh, w- while we're at it, you guys need to go over to big time Uh it, right now there's just this, all this delicious flavor that can be unleashed upon your palate, whether it's hot box, you know, gourmet hot sauce, which, you know, I love, I eat all the time, uh, or it's a smoke shack rub or it's a taco season, or that's clucking hot. The whole bundle, 45 bucks right now. And also, go get your swag, man. Get yourself a hat, some apparel, get some some gear. Uh, you can go Viridian Global, hook yourself up. Uh, Bo, pump your, your your amazing food. I know you've got more coming down the pike, too, as well. Yeah, so BigTimeFlavorCo.com, or you can go to simply BigTimeFlavor.co. You can still go to HotBoxBatch.com. It takes you the same page. And we are the official punch in the mouth of fantasy football. Hell yeah. So, Get yourself, get yourself punched in the mouth. You'll still ask for seconds. You'll go, you'll smile through that bloody lip because your mother-in-law's cooking will finally be tolerable. Just go to the website, order the bundle, order whatever suits your fancy. Big Time Amigo is my newest product, which is an all-purpose seasoning blend that goes good on everything. You can sprinkle it in your eyes and it'll burn, but it'll taste delicious. Nice. I would love to make my announcement, but. We're waiting on that. Stay tuned. You're not allowed yet. You're not allowed yet. I'm I'm not announced yet. (laughs) I would just say this about Jordan's not announcement, announcement, secret announcement. Uh, We're all excited. (laughs) Obviously, but I would just say this about it. Uh, I I told my wife when I explained to her what was happening, I said, this is is just like the stepping stone. It's just the beginning of the ascension. I said, I cannot wait to see in five years – 
you know, how uh, Jordan has taken over the DFS industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's just so encouraging to uh, be able to talk with you and, and shoot the shit about players because we're making each other smarter. We're sharpening our swords, as they say in the Proverbs I, I grew up reading. And uh, it's really cool to be able to build relationships with people like yourselves. You know, the, this is what it's really about in life. It's not just about winning money. It's about building relationships, eating great food, having great fun, making fun of male models. I still can't. I still can't. God, that's that's triggering. <laughs> I'm sorry. We love you so much. I we just you know we can't. Uh, Jordan's the meme magician too. He's not just the math magician, Bo. You got to update his, his profile. He's the meme magician. This guy's yeah, game on fire him and craig should just start a company called we're fucking better than you oh sorry i can't say that on, on the so yeah jordan is gifted and i think in five years he's gonna have a king's throne made of high noon cans so it's oh uh, man <laughs> I, I love jordan jordan i missed you on the show by the way as me being off the we show. We miss you on the show, Scott. <laughs> You're a terrible producer. You need to be a personality. You're a terrible producer. I this know. is what Scott was wearing while he was producing the show. <laughs> I have to teach him how to grill before he can wear that. Here's the main problem. Is that last week when I was producing, I was also trying to care for the dog. So right now, the dog's upstairs, and who knows what the dog's doing. It's the uh, best show we've ever produced. <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. Uh, you know, uh, and... And right on time, too. We're at about an hour. So uh, I got to say, please do follow all of our friends here. Go check out Bo. Uh, Bo underscore McBigTime on Twitter. Jordan Vanek DFS on Twitter. DMendy02 on Twitter. Myself, NimbleWNumbers on Twitter. Uh, and Bo, your show real quick with uh, you and Mendy. When's the next episode you guys have coming up, if you guys know when that's going to be? We don't. It's to be determined. We're a, really sporadic. We're, yeah, we're a sporadic, non-scheduled, uh, big fish only type show. So uh, we're we're uh, we're waiting for the whale to come uh, come back along, and hopefully the next one will follow us as a result of having a great time on the show. I pray that happens. You and your and your followership. So, well, appreciate all of you guys. Check us out next week. But do we have somebody lined up for next week? I, I feel like we do. Yeah, so I had an idea because next week we have a, a special, special guest. Not to not to overstate. I mean, David, you've been amazing. I mean, a lot of, a lot of great things. You, you, we are the sexy. I'm the stepping stone we, for the. We are striking. Challenge. We are striking while the iron is red hot. And next week we're having for whom J Bell tolls Ooh. the star, the flavor of the week. He's on that. fire right now. He's one of the best writers in the whole space, and he's he's just one of the best personalities. And he's having himself a hell of a week. Successful. We're proud of him. We're happy to say that he's one of the thieves. And he's coming on. And uh, I think we can throw uh, we can throw Eagle Dan back in the mix next week uh, to see if he wants to jump in with us since we didn't get him on last week. Thieves are always forgiven, you know what I mean? Like thieves have real lives, so all thieves are. are <laughs> well, loved. they get three strikes, just like curse words on the on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm so sorry about that. I've never said that before. You and I are going to have to figure out how we can hang out before the draft. Figure out how to give Joe Bond a hard time. You know what I mean? I feel like. Yeah. You know, I think that would be a lot of fun, and we can hit up one of these breweries, <laughs> and uh, I can do it. You know, I love hanging out with my wife, but you know, sometimes it's just about the about the boys. That and some golf. I mean, we're talking about oh, yeah. JL. Like, gotta do yeah. a golf thing. Go to Brookville. 
you know what? A Brookville beer golf combo that would be outstanding. So we'll we'll talk. Listen, I don't want to get these these guys these non Marylanders jealous. So you know, <laughs> on, on that note, we'll be back next week with with uh, Jeff Bell for whom the bell tolls. Uh, for whom the Jeff Bell tolls? How, what, what's for the whom J Bell tolls? For whom J Bell tolls? I love him by the way, not just for all his great content, but you know, just for his who he is as a person. So uh, I think dude, that's great that, dude. And that's what it's about. Like, that's the thing about Mendy's an amazing content producer. He can crush it. He can talk to anybody, but really he's a great guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's about. It's about being a great guy. And so that only the best on this show and me. Uh, So, you know, that's how, that's how it all goes. Jordan, you're the best man. Get out of here. We already know that. So, Hey Jordan, can you, uh, can you send me some Capri Sun? Like, or just go to the store and get some Capri Sun. I'll put out a $5 bill to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with with that, Bo, I just have to say. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.